0: to the bottle Soccer Talk Podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. And yet again, yes, it's time. Two guys, two mics, two pints. This is episode 68. Yeah. Last week I said it was episode 56. <laughs> Man, it was episode 67. I just listened back and I felt like a like a, a knob, as our uh, British uh, compatriots would call me. Yeah, equal uh,
1: responsibility on me because it just went under my radar. I was just like,
0: yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and I, I just kept blabbering on and... Uh, Anyway, yeah, episode 68, and, man, uh, we just got some, some news right away. I wanted to, uh, you know, talk about our little experience, but I guess we just got to get into it. Uh, Ronald Kuman, Yeah. Oh,
1: I was just seeing Graham Zuzi, man. I thought he was retired. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. There he is. Uh, but, yeah, Ronald Kuman, man, officially sacked like a quarterback. Um, man, you know, I guess we can't say that we didn't see it coming, No,
0: the talk started even at the end of last season. Yeah. Uh, But they've just been uh, throughout this season, it's been, they haven't really had Messi to rely on. So they've had a very bad year. And shit, two losses in a row, that's what gets you a sack these days.
1: Yeah. But like you said, it it had been coming. I think the classical loss hurts at at, at home. Albeit, I know. I think uh Real Madrid deservedly won no question but uh, being a close game I thought would still cop them a little bit of cushion because yeah. um, for me the last two Clasicos that they had prior were were much more you know black and white I thought Real Madrid was clear I thought I still thought they were better but I thought it was a little closer you know seeing as Dest had that early chance and you know the game could have gone in different directions but yeah I think what you know today the last straw that you know broke the camel's back was a loss to a team that they shouldn't lose to, uh, with all due respect to Rayo Vallecano, who have some decent players. You know, obviously Falcao, most notably, who scored the lone goal today. Good goal, by the way. Decent goal. You know, I mean, he stops on a dime and makes Piquet look like the ancient player that he really is now.
0: Well, they're both ancient, to be fair.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, you um, know, I, I, I want to say that a Eli- you know, the, the funny thing is that a lot of uh, Barca fans were actually celebrating... The goal at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the match, because they're like that was I, that was it. That's what got I, Coleman fired. So he's like a cool hero.
0: As a as a fan, as a fan, do you celebrate a loss like that? Um, Regardless of how frustrated you are, I don't think you can celebrate it. But I mean, I think the
1: implications and the consequences it's for the greater good. I guess yeah. I, it's like if a United fan was, although I find this hard to believe because it was a rivalry. But if they celebrated the Liverpool result, consequently after, and you know. Uh, Ali gets to sack then they're like fuck it thanks Liverpool you know that you guys really pushed it today to the point that we can see change now and I think that's what Barca are going to see and as for Komen I think it's time to step away from the game and if you're going to coach again keep it in international
0: I, I think he should have just kept it with the Dutch team uh, I think he even there was a report that said that he even paid money out of his pocket to leave
1: yeah like or, yeah, something like something that or like something where triggered for went
0: some kind of a salary or something but uh yeah and it's funny because his quotes after the madrid match he said uh, we're getting close to winning a big game (laughs) i i was kind of confused when i read that because it doesn't make sense that you know you shouldn't be hoping to get lucky or something because they haven't been playing (laughs) in a way that would indicate that they don't play great but they don't get blown out of the water they don't play terrible like they Um, they hold the ball but they have no ingenuity in the final third there, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot of creativity. It's just give it to Fatih or, or or Pedri when he's playing. I think you said that last week even.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not enough, you know. it's you That can guy's have,
0: not 20, bro.
1: <laughs> you can have enough. It looks like he's fucking 32 and shit. Like, four kids, you know, <laughs> type shit like that. But we're watching the Sporting Kansas City Galaxy in the background. Just started. Seventh minute. About to start. Um, but, you know... I think it's a good move for Barcelona, and I, I'm just curious as to see who they're going to bring in. Uh, I think the, the standard is set so low. I mean, we can't forget that before Coman was appointed, nobody was rushing to the job. Nobody really wanted the job. So there's a lot of Barca fans who are like, thanks, Coman for at least trying well, that for was, taking a job nobody wanted. That, you know? that
0: was because they had just kind of run out of suitors. At that point. Yeah. Um, and Barca is very specific on who they get. They, they're obsessed with this uh, Koryev mentality, the, this, uh, this way of playing. And uh, I don't think clubs, institutions, or, um, I, yeah, I guess organizations like that should, should be married to a certain style. I think because, it, is. it evolves. You have yeah, to evolve. football, yeah, football evolves. Trends come and go. Player, player styles come and go um you know for a good while the wing back was was a huge was a huge um uh surprise for the game and it was a, a new a new uh, tactic to take advantage of right now we're we're looking at a 3 at the back pressing style and uh you know who knows what's going to be the next thing maybe maybe we're going to go back to a 442 with with two traditional strikers um which i think is coming back in some way it can be it's just Uh i don't
1: know who's going to be the first manager or team to implement that and and just do bids for i think we saw shades of
0: it last season with inter to be honest with you
1: yeah and and then maybe conte is the guy uh that can play a part in instilling an identity i'm not saying he hasn't already he's done very well Mm -hmm. at the clubs he's been at but i think um that'd be cool to see that you know cyclical change happen but I I don't know I still think that you know the high press is still gonna dominate for a few more years
0: uh, yeah high yeah, press of course four,
1: four, four three three you know that's like the most popular but yeah right now four three
0: three five three two
1: yeah those um,
0: two. but but yeah it's it's uh, not a surprise and I didn't think it was gonna happen when when Barcelona lost for me it was more like you know me I'm a Barca hater so I'm like shit man yeah keep losing but never did I think that Kuman was gonna get fired. Like that didn't even cross my mind yeah. when I saw. I mean, him we losing. jokingly
1: I think said it, but it actually did happen, and we always jokingly say it. Mm-hmm. But after seeing what happened uh, in the classical and the reaction that the fans had to, as as he was uh, leaving the stadium in his car, and things like that, I'm like, man, they're starting. Yeah. The patience is growing thin, not only with the fans, but probably the front office.
0: Yeah, and, I, I just don't know what anyone's expecting. Yeah, maybe maybe it's the hope that gets to you because yeah. there's yeah. there's glimmers. For sure. Depay has a good game. Ansu Fati comes and scores a good goal in his uh, league debut re-debut. Bedri, um, who was one of the shining stars last season, uh, Des playing good.
1: Yeah, good and bad because he's so, been inconsistent. Sure. I feel like he's been a target of a lot of criticism, rightfully so. Sometimes in some
0: instances. Sometimes, yeah. The
1: good with the good and the when bad. When they do the good,
0: bad. he's good. When they do bad, it's you know it, it is a, a a knock on him. Yeah. So there's hope sometimes, and I think that's what's getting to them. There's not going to be a quick fix. Whoever they get, it's not like they're in a situation where they're going to be able to splurge a lot of money. That's the biggest issue, I think. Yeah. I think, well, obviously we have to mention
1: the name that's being rumored the hardest. Yeah. The Barcelona legend, um, the Catalan legend, Xavi.
0: Yeah, one of the greatest midfielders ever.
1: Oh, yeah, for certain. And, I mean, he's had great success in Qatar. And but you can't you can't just transfer that kind of experience to La Liga. It's different. Absolutely not. You know, so it, it's like it's even worse than like people saying that Gerard. Oh shoot! I thought he was gonna uh, that Gerard is is gonna can do well in the Prem when we've seen him do well in, in Scotland. I think that's a closer comparison. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> Qatar to Spain is crazy. And um, one thing that Barcelona fans have to keep in mind is if he does come. They're going to have to be patient. And I don't mean just one season. It can be two even.
0: Oh, uh, no, it has to be longer than that. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a. Fi- it turns into a financial thing at that yeah. point.
1: It's, and they're going to have to suffer through what Arsenal had to suffer through with Arteta. And I'm glad that they're turning things around and they've been patient. And now they're seeing the fruits of the labor. So that's going to be the thing. So, I mean, right now, La Liga is really, I feel like, between Atleti, Real, Sociedad. Those are the teams that are going to be really Seville? competing. Yeah, Seville as well.
0: Do you think... Uh, do you think uh, Barcelona makes it to Europe.
1: No, I mean if they do Europa League, um, which is not a knock. I know it seems crazy and outlandish, but Chelsea were there not too long ago.
0: I don't think it's a terrible thing. I think that's a significant trophy at the end of the day,
1: and it gives you, it allows you time to reconstruct and and you know scout and go against certain competition that pick is up, e- more equal to you. Pick yeah. up
0: some some uh, unsung heroes.
1: Yeah, and possibly get some prize money, despite it not being as much as Champions League. But you know, it's something. So. I think it's the beginning of a new chapter for Barca. Yeah, what does a optimism? Europa League
0: champion get? Because I know a Champions League champion gets 100 mil.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. It's definitely not that. Probably like half that or some something like that. I mean, I, I would have to look into that. But I, it's it's definitely significant because you're in the Champions League also next year. So yeah, it would be a good uh, hop step for them. Um, but, you know, that we're getting ahead of ourselves there right now. I think Barcelona will just be happy to string two decent results together, which they haven't been able to do for a while now. So
0: yeah well, they did and then everyone that that was the hope that i'm talking about man galaxy's defending is shambolic
1: yeah that's been the, the their biggest area of of problems i mean cuz they're scoring you know they have no problem scoring i think i don't know if is still out but i think he's no a, i saw him there oh yeah he's definitely needed for the team cuz he helps cover the flanks but really the center back partnership is just duds so yeah. Um, but yeah uh sidetrack there but yeah man um Another you know manager who's on the hot seat, but obviously the club has had a different outtake on it is Man United and Oli, and I guess we can maybe harp a little bit on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so United have lost five to zero against Liverpool, and uh, yeah, bitter rivals. That that was like the you would think that was the straw that broke the camel's back, but. There's no real talk that he's actually leaving. He doesn't talk like he's leaving. He he didn't sound too urgent. And he's a nice guy, so I don't know how how well he can assert himself in a certain um, interview. But yeah, there, there's been a whole lot of chatter about that all season long.
1: Yeah, it's well, tough.
0: for a good while too. I mean. Probably longer than Koopman was was on the hot seat.
1: Yeah. Because it's been a thing. He, yeah.
0: United play like shit. Then they string some results, get him out of the hot water, lather, rinse, repeat.
1: Right. And I think nobody's surprised by the fact that United lost to Liverpool. It was more of the manner in which it happened. Yeah. And you think that would be enough, but something's
0: going on there. They, it looks like they gave up, dude.
1: Well, yeah, I don't. I, it looks like the players are not bought into him. He may be a, a, the nicest guy ever, but that's that's not what players respect. You know, they have enough people being nice to them all over the place. It's about getting the best out
0: of them and putting them in in
1: positions to succeed, especially players like Ronaldo.
0: And the the executives, I think, also since Oli doesn't really command a whole lot of um, influence you know he he's a pretty easygoing guy he he doesn't really uh he doesn't really uh assert assert his uh <laughs> assert them into doing things that they probably don't want to as far as spending money and getting players and all that shit um but Conte Mourinho those guys they want total control that that's basically they, they want to be a little dictators as far as you know gameplay goes and the team right. goes and that's the thing that's I what you mean, want from a manager though with the exception
1: of van de beek i mean he, he he hasn't had many you know strenuous relationships with his players they all seem to be on good terms but you know a good sign of a manager is demanding that of your players and requiring them to you know do things like press and to get into positions and to follow the game plan and i don't know if there is a game plan and we can get into the discussion of who's running the tactics there's rumors that Carrick is the one, Carrick is the guy, I don't know. But something needs to change for United to start winning games, especially meaningful games, so,
0: yeah. Yeah, I talk about teams not needing to be married to a, to a philosophy or, or a play style, but United never really had one. Yeah, and that's been their biggest issue. Yeah, I mean, and, I think, and I think similarly to the way that Barcelona is married to the Kroifian idea, uh, Manchester United is obsessed with Sir Alex Ferguson. He still has influence over the club. Yeah. I talked about that last <laughs> time. You know, they they always point to Sir Sir uh, Alex. It's, yeah, he's obviously a legend. He's the most successful manager of all time, uh, probably ever, but you know, when when uh when you talk about the team and how how it's not functioning and how things are shit it's always oh, Sir Alex wouldn't allow this, or Sir Alex thinks that, and they always pander to him. Yeah. In the game, okay, we need to stop looking towards Alex, Sir Alex, and look forward. Plain and simple, man. He had a great run. If he was so wanting to be influential, get his ass on the fucking sideline.
1: Yeah, nah, <laughs> but you know that would be. Oh well, yeah. You know Obviously, him. yeah. He's he's much older now, but I'm saying, yeah, that whole uh, that aura of Sir Alex. It's time to shed it for sure. Yeah. And that was the the first headline I read the day after. It's like uh, Sh- Sir Alex shows up to training at Carrington to support you know Ollie and his players. It's like that doesn't help you know that that only uh, allows that kind of behavior and that kind of mentality to keep going.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, and you need to move on man yeah,
1: and I think that's... that's like in, if
0: like when uh,
1: <laughs> it's like if they bring Phil Jackson to the Laker games in yeah. hopes to get them out of yeah or,
0: yeah yeah exactly motivation you' you're uh your metaphor was better than what i was gonna say uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um i would make a city reference but we don't have history so uh, well i don't know uh,
1: yeah you said it
0: uh, I, No, but uh yeah the, the, those are the two main things as far as managers go and uh the whole the whole thing with the uh, Cumin is still developing there's still other names being tossed around uh uh um by verde yeah martinez roberto martinez from uh, who's currently managing belgium um i don't like
1: that transition from international to to a
0: big club team like that it's it's very sketchy it's not it's risky you know but at least uh, martinez has some success as a club manager though yeah yeah we can't really point to that with Kuhn. no no it's not the same yeah i mean it's
1: like Van Gaal, you know
0: yeah, but uh, well, Van Gaal is—he's a, a mixed bag, man. You never know what you're gonna get with that guy.
1: He's very similar to Coleman in my opinion. But he, yeah, I mean, he's—he's
0: he's at that point where he needs to retire if he hasn't already. Yeah. Has he retired? Now? No, I,
1: I think he is coaching. Nedley oh, the the, the, the Dutch idea.
0: team, right? Yeah. Ooh, what a fake. Um. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But uh, I guess in lighter news, man, that that Premier League mornings. Oh yeah. Thing, man, that was that was pretty cool. I don't know if we we really talked about it last week. Did we? We, uh,
1: I feel like we did towards the end of the pod. I we just kind of referenced it, but it was I think it was, it was everything I expected and more. I enjoyed it um, from from for many reasons. Obviously, you know there was food, drink, um, a ton of fans. I think we were so surprised by seeing how many fans there were of different clubs that you don't see too often. I mean every. Premier league club you could name and even relegated club fans were, were represented there i mean i saw guys in middlesbrough uh jerseys yeah i
0: saw a whole city
1: shirt whole city right and and obviously we saw like a pack of burnley fans <laughs> we saw watford supporters norwich i mean everything and everybody was real cool obviously you know there'll be some snide comments here and there a lot of chelsea fans you know chest pounding and you know united liverpool The typical, uh, you know, fans who were showing their pride, and it was it was so amazing. I enjoyed every bit of it, you know.
0: Yeah, it was it was really cool. I I didn't really, uh, I didn't know what to expect. Really, I just wanted a festival atmosphere, and that's exactly what we got.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, But but
0: there's just some people. I just, I'm curious though. I'm like, why? Yeah, like Burnley, why? (laughs) And I wanted to
1: ask people that, but I also see it as like that's kind of an offensive question. You know, it's like like, asking somebody why do you like to eat what you like to eat. It's like, well, that's why I like. But yeah, it's interesting, and to hear their story, you know, would have been interesting. Yeah. If um, I could ever get, if we could ever get somebody on the pod like that who is a supporter of a club like that, that would be pretty awesome, you know, to get the backstory to it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fanhood—it's—it's it's an odd thing because a lot of people that you meet out here, it's—I mean, myself included—Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United, um, LA Galaxy, you know, yeah. the, the typical thing. So to see like a Norwich fan, you're like, why?
1: yeah yeah it was it was really cool cool vibes and obviously we we actually linked up with a few friends and a few of the you know former well actually one of the former uh hosts that we had here or i guess i should say ernie was with us mm-hmm. uh one of the like few lester fans that were there yeah um but yeah it was a great vibe man and i encourage people to make it out to those kind of events um i don't think there'll be another until next year but you know i think next time we'll We'll actually even post about it on the pod prior because we'd love to see more people involved in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Best thing about it was it's free. I was telling yep. I was telling Nestor I think I'd I'd be willing to pay. Mm-hmm. I'll be willing to pay for that personally. Like it tell me that's twenty bucks, I'll pay. I'm there.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. And uh Yeah, man. That, that was pretty fun. I actually have a fucking city bucket hat in my living room right now.
1: Oh yeah, free merch. <laughs> I forget free merch, <laughs> prizes. And actually the one of the classiest touches was the fact that they brought the Premier League trophy, I thought that was that was
0: cool. The that was actual cool one experience, too. yeah. I that thought it was cool. gonna be kind of a replica, but no, it's, it's yeah, the real one. Yeah. It still has uh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne's fingerprints on it if you look closely. <laughs> yep, you see it a little bit of everything. You see uh, uh, Pep Guardiola's, uh,
1: you know, breath fog on the on the <laughs> on the crown. But no, it was, it was amazing, you know. And, and every every fan was there, you know, represented, and every fan was having their little bit of banter as well yeah uh, like the liverpool fan who was holding up the queue for the premier league photo had a few comments for you too because uh you were wearing a madrid jacket yeah i was
0: wearing a madrid jacket and he said welcome to uh a real league she- like,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just that that you know that that kind of uh banter is always funny to me
0: yeah it's it's funny it's, it's all in uh good spirits um uh, what else happened uh Um. Did was there Champions League last week? No, Have no we Champions League. Um, no.
1: Uh, right now, you know, obviously they're just playing domestic cups or making up for league matches, things like that. So that's pretty much what's occupied yeah. the, the week. Football through the midweek. Did you ha- end up
0: catching the classical?
1: I did catch uh, the second half of it. I didn't catch the first half, uh, but I did kind of catch up on the highlights at the halftime. And um, yeah, I mean. I think what we all expected in terms of result, I actually thought that it could have been a more dominant match for Madrid in terms of a scoreline, but, you know, it's always a hard-fought game. There's passion in it. Fans, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, both teams are going through kind of a tough moment right now. Um, I I mean, obviously, Real Madrid much less than, than, uh, than Barcelona. Yeah. But... But the the derbies. It's always
1: they're not as, as as crazy as they used to be. You know when you had Messi, Ronaldo.
0: Yeah, because those guys are going to turn things out, and yeah, they were the actual two best teams, no question. Yeah, from front to back. Without even without those guys, those teams are dominant, and now they're not so much dominant, not so much so. Madrid made it to the semifinals last season for the Champions League. They might they might get as far this season, probably not, but. Yeah. Barcelona is a far cry from those days. So, yeah, it, it was uh, it was not as exciting or expected as as you would before. But, uh, hey, man, I always uh, I always like to beat Barcelona.
1: Yeah. It's That's al- always a always, good time for
0: me. Yeah. It's always satisfying
1: when you get a win,
0: especially, you know, at their home. Yeah, It was also a weekend of derbies or rivalries. We saw the the Manchester United Liverpool game, which was fucked, man. That was just a, a wash from from beginning to end. Yeah, United did not try. Liverpool just had their way. I mean, they have a crazy attack. Everyone's on form now. Yeah, they're, they're the hottest team in the Prem. In mean, the world like, right now, really. Chelsea, I think.
1: Chelsea are not too bad either, though. I will say, they, I mean, yeah, they did they did score a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Norwich, but you know, still
0: man, Norwich. <laughs>
1: Those are I That's think not the not two even teams a Premier to League
0: team right now. So I guess the main person that's going to be uh, looked at for, for Manchester United, the, the sexiest name is Antonio Conte. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's the, the main one that we're all hearing about. He's the most successful one. Uh, I mean, he's got a recent win. He doesn't have a job. Yeah. Uh, is he the guy for the job for you?
1: I think he's the best uh, candidate
0: available right
1: now, for sure. Um, I don't, you know, I can't think of anybody better. Uh, But, you know, he's going to have to have, um, you know, a few things going his favor. You know, I think the players are there. He might need a few more. Um, And after that, I think he's going to need time more than anything. If he were to come to United, I'm not sure if it's going to be an instant success. It's going to take time. Um, but yeah, I think he's the best guy for the job and the best one available. Do you
0: think he can have a Tuchel like a effect where they they're shit the first half of the season and then the second half it's a, it's almost like a different team? Uh, I don't I don't think that I don't think that far
1: because I didn't even expect that from Tuchel, for example. I, I didn't think that would happen that quick. But um, I think uh, if he if like say if he were to get the job at the end of the season, I think he can straight off the bat next season, new manager. New blueprint no predictability no scouting on you i think he can but midway through season it's going to take time because he's going to have to find out who suits his idea his philosophy because he doesn't know that yet and it's going to take a lot of tinkering first so i don't see i felt like chelsea was more ready-made um albeit tactically you know they did pretty bad under lampard i still think they had the pretty badly they had, but they had a very a very strong team to work with. And I'm not saying United don't, but there are certain players that Chelsea have that United don't quite have, especially in the midfield, uh, which is the area that I think uh, United could improve at the most currently.
0: And I guess this begs another question, and there's been quite a bit of chatter of it. And I've been a defender of him for a good while, and it's, it's almost giving me a reason not to. And it's not because of the red card, but Pogba. Uh, is, is he actually world-class? Um, Whatever that means. Whatever that means to you, world-class. Right.
1: Uh, you know, it's funny because people have this conversation all the time. About Pogba? or, or About the... Pogba in particular, but players. And like, that's the question, what is world-class? And I think part of being world-class is being consistent. And he's not consistent enough to be world-class for me. But I think on a, on a really good team with a proper manager... He's world-class and he can be world-class as he was with Juventus when he was playing with Pirlo, Vidal, and Dybala when he was really doing work. And all these players, I think he can be. At United, he hasn't given us a world-class season. That's the reality. I think Bruno is world-class. I don't think uh, Bogba is, if I were to compare somebody who's right next to him. Uh, But I think uh, he has moments of world-class for sure.
0: Yeah, he's... Well, first of all, I, I think anyone—if you ask them about Pogba, you'll get a, a hundred different. Answer. You ask a hundred different people, you get a hundred different answers. Yeah. About Pogba, but he's clearly fucking talented. He's talented.
1: No, no, no yeah, no <laughs> doubt moments, about that. He has moments,
0: but he's—he's he's such a, a mixed bag. You, you never know what version of Pogba you're going to get unless you're playing with France, which is kind of weird on yeah. its own. And
1: that's, yeah, it just kind of alludes to that point I'm trying to make is like, I think with a really good team and, and a manager that, you know, has established a very, you know, successful style for his team, he's good. He's a good guy because, uh, you know, when he's confident and when he's confident in the teammates next to him and he understands his role, I think that's when he's at his best and, uh Especially in space. And I don't know if, if the Premier League, by the way, I don't know if the Premier League is is the league that suits his style the best. I thought Serie A was a very good league for him uh, because you get a little bit more uh, time and space. Breathing room. Yeah, and that's very key. And in the Prem, the best teams are going to pressure you. And when you get pressured, you're going to make bad decisions. It's
0: just one of his biggest deficiencies as well is he loses the ball so easily. Yeah. It's so fucking frustrating because I'm, he has technique. He has size, too. He's not he a has small size, guy. And it's tough to get the ball off of him you know, um, on a physical challenge. But when he's dribbling, he sometimes goes for a flare dribble or something flashy. Or he over-dribbles, too. Or over-dribbles and, or dribbles into the, into the opposing player as yeah. opposed to away from him. He keeps the ball a little too ahead sometimes. I'm and uh, you know, he'll mishandle it and lost, lost ball, counterattack, goal. Yeah. There's been a lot of goals where he's either lost the ball and slow to track back or doesn't track back at all. Yeah. yeah. And, and it results uh, putting in Manchester United in a bad spot. Yeah. And I
1: did mention Bruno. As opposed to last season, he is having a quiet start to the season. Uh, last season, I think, by this point, he probably had at least, like, seven. I mean, I might be. Man, I might be inflating that. But with penalties, like, seven goals probably, you know, around this time. Maybe less, but... Uh, you know, he's, he's been a little stagnant too, but, and I don't think it's for really his fault. I think he's kind of bought out of the system. He's not, I don't think he's motivated at the moment. Um, uh, and I don't, you know, I don't know how much longer he can keep that up.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think the the problem is Bruno's, uh, Bruno's I think fine. I think he's still playing at a high level. Yeah. Um,
1: well, United as a whole aren't playing great, but I'm no, saying no,
0: yeah, yeah statistically.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but he's
0: one of the more consistent guys. He, he'll put in a shift, even if he may misplaces passes. Yeah, he's still he's still running around and trying to make something happen.
1: And that's the difference between a uh, you know
0: uh, a Pogba and a and, Bruno. and Bruno. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then you got those two knuckleheads, uh, McTominay and Fred.
1: Yeah. And
0: I've been defensive of the of those guys, but they're just so. I don't know. They're they're shot in the dark.
1: Yeah, I thought they were better under Mourinho. Um, I thought they, he, he managed to get the best out of them. I'm not sure yeah. if, uh, if Ali has gotten the best out of them.
0: Yeah, uh, I, think, I think Guante would be, would be a great addition given the players that they have. I, I think he would help Maguire and his positioning uh, issues. Ooh. And wow, what a strike, huh? That's in your post though. You don't want to concede those. No,
1: yeah, I, I thought that was too tight of an angle. I didn't think he would score that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Sporting Kansas City up first half. They are at home, but um, yeah, again, Galaxy bad defenses here.
0: Yeah, uh, so I think I think Gorte would would help them a lot with their defensive issues and with their discipline issues. Too many times, and especially on the left side, and maybe it's because of uh, Luke Shaw, who's not the best defender. Mm-hmm. He's really good at going forward. Let's let's not let's not diminish that. But coming back, he can be a little lazy, and then that whole left side becomes exposed because sometimes Rashford doesn't track back. Yeah, I mean you're not going to have Ronaldo to track back. You know, first and foremost. Yeah, and how about Agent Double O Seven, uh, <laughs> Jaden Sancho? Man, oh uh, man, that should not have gone in.
1: Yeah, that's bad goalkeeping there by James Bond.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um that yeah. movie sucks. Speaking of 007. it's uh, crazy how that like all tied the, the, in. The, huh? the more the more I think about it, the more I, the least the less I like that fucking movie.
1: Yeah, I, I've actually not really watched it. If I'm honest, I mean, I played the video game as a kid. If if that's worth anything, uh, was it called Goldeneye?
0: Yeah, yeah, Goldeneye for n64. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, the, we'll talk about that in the cinephile File Pod, the
1: Gaming Pod. Yeah, but uh, Sancho, you know, he's he hasn't been given the best opportunity. He's to starting succeed. to get
0: that Vanderbeek uh, <laughs> treatment, though. Yeah, he's not getting any playing time.
1: Well, it's a tough team to break into at that position. you know you have Martial, you have Ronaldo, you have Lingard, who also isn't getting that much love. The tools are there, um, but I don't know if uh, you know. I don't. I don't know what Ali has in mind. It's not clear cut. You know, there's no semblance to what he picks and who he favors. But yeah. But I'm sure. Sure enough, I'm sure they'll win their next. They'll next match. Their next match, and they'll probably win the following, and we'll kind of forget about it a little bit. And
0: I know. That's uh, how it is. I don't know, man. I think one more loss and that's it for him. <laughs> I think he has to win at least like 3 games in a row to keep his job or to keep keep uh, everything quiet for I don't know, at least another month or two. Yeah. I think and I think that's entirely possible because we've seen it already before, you know. Man, uh this <laughs> it's, it's so crazy, man. It, how uh two of the biggest if you were to tell us I don't know. Twenty years ago, that the two biggest clubs, United and Barcelona, are are in this situation where they're uh, several tiers below where they used to be. It's like what? Yeah, yeah that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it, it's part of football, you know. And and unless you establish uh, this kind of model from top to bottom, from manager to chairman and into the youth levels, that's how you really get that con- continuity, you know, in terms of success for decades and they had had that established made some terrible financial decisions and this is more for barca and now they're paying they're paying the you know the the consequences for united their their issue has been you know investing in the wrong managers i think they've invested enough on players not invested enough in in their youth development possibly uh and and especially in in you know uh, their facilities things like that those are areas that they probably could not improve in that will yield better results going forward for the next decades, and that's some food for thought for the Woodward, you know, for Woodward and the Glazers, you know, about where they should maybe be putting their money, Just instead of going for the shiny object, you know, in the transfer market.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, teams like that—it's a bandaid for them, though.
1: Yeah, and also the the fans demand that too. You know, they want the players. And yeah,
0: exactly. Everyone, every, everyone of a quote unquote big team thinks they're entitled to a Holland or an Mbappe. And more recently, and that's you know, what Sancho, Sancho was, or, yeah. You know, um and there's a reason why his value diminished you know following the season. Yeah. Also his contract, let's not be so dense. But um Sancho turned out to be kind of a dud, man. I don't know if it's entirely his fault. It's and it's still early. Hard to blame him, really. Yeah. I mean we're two months in. Well, almost three soon, but so we're, yeah, we're at three now. Yeah. I would say.
1: Uh but you know, It's going to take time. I think uh, even, like, for example, in in, in a lot of city, in the city realms, people are not satisfied with Grealish. But I, I, you know, even though statistically he hasn't been great, I think if you watch him, I mean, sure, there's things he can improve on. But when you're on a new team, you can't expect the guy to hit the ground running. Not everybody can do that. You know, Bruno was able to do that, but not every player is able to do that. So I think they need to be patient, too.
0: It's tough, though, because... You know, with those guys, and, it, and I guess we can include Pogba in that. You're looking at the price tag a little bit more than the player himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same
0: thing with Lukaku. I don't think he's been all that impressive, and there, there's starting to, you know, you're starting to hear people talking about that, too, about Snicker how... Snicker
1: a bit, yeah.
0: Um, is Chicharito played? I, I, I don't no, think so. No, I do They
1: started uh, the other dude, Um. number 99. I, I was going to say Vlahovic, but no, it's... It's another name. Far cry from that. Yeah. it's. Um, but I hope he comes on. I think he's the difference maker in, in situations when the ball's in the box. He's been pretty solid. Um, not sure if he'll ever get a call up to Mexico, but that'd be nice. Again, I should say.
0: Yeah. Well, compared to what they got, I think.
1: It's funny because they called the the guy who plays for this team. For, you know, Alan Pulido, they called him up, I believe. Yeah. So it's like, fuck. Like, what's the <laughs> real reason then? You know, because yeah. Cheech is out, uh, outscoring him in probably less minutes too you know
0: you' got a brace this weekend
1: yeah yeah i was watching that game um fc dallas yeah.
0: oh speaking of
1: yeah i guess we can you know quickly we, it's a bit early for transfer rumors but there's been one rumor mill that's been spinning since the beginning of the season and it's no secret you know ricardo pepe we've discussed this before a few a few more teams join the ballot now uh you know, I mean, I've seen Liverpool reports, Bayern, obviously Ajax, but today a report came out about Man City possibly being interested and a position they quite frankly need, you know. So as a City fan, would I be happy? I'd love it. I'd prefer to see him go to a lesser club, though, so he can just really play all all game, every game. Really develop, really, really get, develop get playing you know? time. Oh, oh I like those goals. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I think uh, it's just got, it has me excited because January is coming, and that's when this this move is anticipated to happen. It's being rumored for around ten mil, eleven, possibly. I think could turn a, out to be a bargain. It can, it can. Not only another Zinchenko. Uh, yeah, possibly. It's it's also you get the performance aspect, but also the marketability. I mean, I think this kid has potential to be super popular because he appeals to a lot of fan bases. You know um you know both mexicans and americans um uh, so i i think whoever takes that risk on him is gonna definitely uh you know uh, reap the benefits
0: yeah yeah i, I mean like you said I, I i would love for him i think we said this last week even that he's better off going to like a mid like a like an upper middle club yeah like a, eight, even a place a team
1: that has a I mean he can he can go to Dortmund, but I'd love for him to go to Dortmund if if Haaland was not there. But you know, a team that is known for developing young players like Dortmund, I I'd, I'd love to see him go somewhere like that, you know? Um, because there's some teams that yeah, they don't give their youngsters as much of a chance as Dortmund does, you know. Yeah, well Dortmund's
0: that club where it's they're like a feeder club, yeah. yeah. well yeah, but they're the they're the audition. So if you if you're good with them for a year or two years, you're for sure getting a, a really good job.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know
0: you just put that on your resume and yeah that's like graduating from harvard basically
1: and they also they do that with their managers too i've noticed you know i mean let's not forget klopp came through there tuchel came through there a bunch of other guys sure um, yeah. so i mean
0: yeah that's really like uh, uh, uh you know what bothers me though and, I, and I'm, I'm sure i've talked about this before as well um what do they do with all that money that they get from selling players Do they aspire to win a a Champions League? Do they aspire to win the league? And they've been close in the past, but
1: I would say um, they do have some of the nicest facilities in the world, one of them. They're
0: they're an attractive name, too. If you're a player and there's clubs offering top dollar like Ajax or PSV or, I don't know, Zagreb or whoever, and then you hear that, that Dortmund also is interested... Yeah. You're kind of like, mm, they're really good at developing players. Yeah in a yeah. good league. They have that reputation. So so they they also have that, that sort of allure to them.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um Yeah, but they're never gonna be a club that you do, see. Do they, do spending they to mil. I th that, that's what bothers me.
1: Uh well they do it in in a very like righteous way if you if you like to call it that. I mean, you're never gonna see them spending more than fifty mil for a player. I don't think I ever have. But um they just they they run it like a business and they do it very well. And I'll be honest, they probably have one of the best sco- scouting teams in the world too because I think that's where they're putting their money. And they're able to find players before most teams do. You know, even Isak came through there and he's doing all right at Sociedad. They just have an eye for that kind of talent.
0: That's um, crazy, huh?
1: Yeah. So many players. I mean, we can list so many. Um and I think Sancho will still come good by the way, but he's just going to need time.
0: I think so. I, uh, it's just getting the right manager. Getting the right formation too. Yeah. And like you said, it's hard to get him in with Greenwood and uh and Lingard in there and
1: Ronaldo Martial.
0: It's and just you kind of figure that for you know, that kind of signing that he would automatically have a place.
1: Yeah. And maybe they should have just dropped fifty mil on Casemiro instead of Sancho. But hey. It is what it is. Yeah, I know.
0: I know. I mean yeah. I, I was saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh, I I like Pep's comment about uh, about maybe never playing a, a nine this season. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the one with Sky Sports? Yeah.
1: He's like, Sky, Sky, listen to me. I bet you anything you want. If we lose the next game, you're going to ask me that, why didn't I get the striker? I bet you anything.
0: <laughs>
1: I love that. But that's a sarcasm. But, I mean, that's just the truth about coaching you know when you're when you win you look like a genius when you lose the criticisms come from every angle but it's a valid criticism for me i think pep is just he's always going to be defensive about those kind of comments he's always going to be cheeky yeah and um well i was telling you about my thing i, I really think i genuinely think he's trying to not imp- employ a striker like that's just him being trying contrarian. to stick it.
0: Stick it to the critics.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think he can. I think he's capable of doing that because of the way they play. But I think it's the team would be better with a guy who knows how to fucking put the ball in the back of the net. I'm telling you, man, that's what they've been missing. Prime Agüero on this city team. oh man. I mean, he had
0: a really good dribble in the in the Barcelona Real Madrid game. Yeah. Uh, he kind of he cut in, faked. No, he he cut to the side, faked in. Cut out again, and and he had a really good run, and it amounted to nothing because Barcelona sucks. But yeah. uh, but he's a uh, I don't know showing a little something. I like and he scored. Yeah, he scored um, yeah. in very typical Aguero
1: fashion, more of a poacher's finish. But not every guy can do that, you know. I mean, like so often we see players bottle those chances, but he's he's a sure shot within those, you know, ten feet of the box. I mean, ten feet of the goal. I mean, he's gonna. He's going to punish most teams, Um, but, but yeah, I hope he has a great season. I think he, he has all the capabilities to do a a very, you know, a very good season, but now with the way things are, it's going to depend on the manager. I know I was saying uh, earlier, I was like, I I would love for Pellegrini to, to, to coach Barca because I feel like he'd know exactly how to play him and. It's no secret that Aguero had his best statistical season with Pellegrini. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Goals and wise. Goals wise, and also I will say Mancini as well. The, like that that tr- crossover from Mancini to Pellegrini, Aguero was the guy.
0: It's almost like those were Aguero's prime years.
1: Yeah, and that's the truth. But you know, that's a that's a manager who doesn't mind having a striker as a centric option on his team. On City today, you won't get that anymore. But I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, it's just the thing about him staying healthy, man. Th- that's always a question. Yeah. That ability is there. That nose for gold is there. Man,
1: and he's a he's a good locker room guy. Like, um, you know, and we don't get this as much anymore. But it's just one of those guys that has a good time when he's playing and he has a good time in the locker room. Pep doesn't really like that, by the way. I feel like he's you got to be serious with him and stuff. <laughs> but I like seeing a guy who has fun on the pitch because that's what soccer is all about. Football is all about, you know, just enjoying it, having fun. Um, you know, I, I've always kind of gravitated to, towards those kind of players, Ronaldinho's, and, and that you know. So,
0: yeah, uh, we'll see, man. Yeah, it's almost like a reflection of yourself a little bit.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I like to, in any situation, even the bad. I guess all you can do is just have a laugh about it. You know,
0: have a laugh in it.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um. So, fuck. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of running out of clues here. Um, I didn't take notes again, like an irresponsible jackass (laughs) and, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, (laughs) it's funny that you you had brought up, uh, Mourinho
1: uh,
0: earlier, but his team lost. Roma lost to, uh, to a Norwegian team. Yeah. Six to one. They got smacked, smacked, um, kind of
1: uncharacteristic. And then they lost, I believe, in the Serie A, and he got a red card in that match, too, the the weekend going into that as well.
0: He's, like, looking over the barrier to uh, yeah, trying to try and, uh, coach from the outside. I, I think um,
1: he's he's going to be given uh, time, though, there, but I, it's not looking so good for him right now. Well, they
0: started off good. Yeah. This is, like, the first blip. Well, he didn't play his... Uh, that ball was not going to score. There's no <laughs> way. Um he was uh, kind of uh, throwing the second team under the bus.
1: Yeah, he did. For he, Roma. he He said, you guys ask me why I don't play these players? Well, there. You have your answer. <laughs> I was like, shit.
0: Damn. That kind of like, sucks to hear, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, and, and one of the players that I follow closely, Brian Reynolds, is, is one of the players that's kind of been thrown under the bus, too. And, I mean, if you're not good enough, you're not good enough. But, you know, I think... Uh, Jose has a reputation for being very dismissive on on first impressions. We saw how he treated Dele Alli for much of the time at at Tottenham. So, either he likes you or he doesn't, you know.
0: And it turns out to be almost justified at this point with the way Alli's been.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, besides Kane and Son, there's no player that really consistently balls, you know. If I'm honest, it's not really a guy that I can say deserves um, to be held on a high uh, pedestal. But, yeah, I mean, there could be some truth to it, you know. Maybe... uh, Dele Ali is gonna be North London's next version of Jack Wilshere.
0: Ooh, that's yeah. a pretty good comparison. I
1: mean, destined for everything compared with world class players at a young age, and then just kind of plateaued. Still a decent. To be fair, he league. came
0: from MK Dons.
1: MK Dons, and that, and I remember uh, MK Dons. This must have been like 2015 or 16 when they put in they, they put in a really good shift against United. I think during the Moyes days, and yeah, Moyes that's and when his he boys. got that's when he got a lot of. You know, clout. But yeah, I mean we'll see how he
0: does this season. Still a lot to go. And um uh man, I, I love Mourinho. <laughs> I just love Mourinho. Um also that day Tottenham lost too in conference league, right? Yeah, they did.
1: They did. They're
0: <laughs> unserious team, man. They are uh Manchester United and Tottenham play this weekend and they're calling it El Sakico.
1: El Sakico. <laughs> Although, you know, Tottenham are actually alright, you know. They've actually gotten enough points right now to
0: be in a safe
1: space. They've gotten
0: themselves kind of up there. Although, I think they lost this weekend, didn't they? To West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. No shame
1: in that. Yeah, Mikel Antonio with the Matrix celebration. Uh, My respects. That's
0: going to be a great game. Oh, the CONCACAF Champions League? Yeah. They do it on a Thursday, huh? (laughs) What the hell is that? What the hell is even that? Legit.
1: Yeah, man. But um, you want to get into uh, this week's results? or Sure. Lead the way. All right. So Friday we had our first match for one of my favorite teams so far. I mean, you know, this season, Arsenal, another win against a decent team in Villa, 3-1. Um, you know, Party, Aubameyang and Smith-Rowe. Score and and they just looked like and they were in a driver's seat the whole match and um, they just they looked like a serious team this year. It's been a while since we could say that so I'm happy for them. I'm happy for for the Gunners, the Gunner fans as well and and yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they were done dirty in that game against uh, Crystal Palace, <laughs> but they they'd be on a pretty good streak if uh, if um, life was fair. Well, even you know even from a
1: perspective of just being unbeaten they're on a nice streak now i i think it must be like 7 games 6 games now yeah so i mean shit, like, shit that's more than most teams can say um but yeah good result for them next match uh well we saw this match live well not live in person but at the festival uh chelsea beat norwich 7-0 man. Just, it, it was never close it was never close and norwich are just a bad team and as much as i i like daniel fark I don't know how, how much longer people can just keep allowing that, you know. Not only people, but the fans, the the, the chairmen, you know. There's got to be something done because they're going to, at this rate, they're going to put up, like, a worse run than Sheffield did, you know, last year when we were kind of having a laugh at them. I, so.
0: think, I think at this point Sheffield even had a win. At, at the very least, yeah. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, Norwich has only gotten points off of 0-0 draws yeah. for a 0-0 draw.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I think it was problem. against
0: Burnley, if I'm not mistaken. The Burnley boys. So, are they, And they're both two tragic teams. But for every time Chelsea had the ball, which was pretty much all the time, total domination yeah. from from their forwards to their mid to their defense. That their team, defense
1: in particular, I think, needs a lot of work. Yeah. I think the, you can get away with having who they have in midfield and attack. But that that defense is there's not a player I can point to and be like, yeah, he's he's Premier League quality. I don't think that they're lacking in that department. So no no surprise. Mason Mount had his day. He had a hat trick. He was the man of the match. And mm-hmm. Chilwell scoring in his fourth consecutive Premier League match. I think he's probably the left back of the season so far. Still early, but he's been playing really well. And yeah, I mean, not much you can say. I mean, it was not even close. And next match, we had uh, Palace against Newcastle. You know, as you can expect, two pretty equal sides, and we get a draw. Benteke scores, who's on a nice little run at the moment. He's been scoring quite often, their leading goal scorer as of now. And Callum Wilson, you know, I mean, had a nice little uh, chilena. Bridge. Yeah, worldy. And yeah, uh, 1-1 draw. I think this was next result was the biggest surprise, uh, Watford beating Everton 5-2.
0: Well, and Everton actually, was up 2-1 to one at one point.
1: Yeah, I mean, they scored a goal at the, in the third minute. I was thinking this should be an easy game for them. And Watford showed, like, great fighting spirit. And I want to just maybe chalk it up to Ranieri. I think he, you know, he's putting them in positions to succeed. And I think it's happening much quicker than I anticipated. And they've been looking really good since he's gotten there. So who knows? Maybe they might stay up. Is it possible that it was just a lucky result? It could be, but I actually watched the game. I mean, I watched the game. I was kind of keeping an eye on it. I I went home that day, watched the highlights. Just some great goals, man. Like, just, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, against 11, man, there's no fluke about a red card. And it's just straight up giving it to them. And, yeah, I think uh, they can be a fun team to watch. I wasn't really intrigued by them, but now I'm going to definitely keep an eye on them. Um, Next match, Leeds, Wolves. This was a pretty good game. I think we were very fixated on this one. Damn, that dude is
0: drunk. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. Uh, Very fixated on this. Wow! Whoa! Mexico's down to Ecuador, Ah, halftime. 2-1. It's a C team. C team. No worries. If that.
1: Ah. But yeah, Leeds Wolves draw uh, draw 1-1. Rodrigo Penn, some people think it was soft. I say give it. (laughs) It looked... It was enough for me, so I mean... But, you know, I'm sure Wolves fans would disagree. 1-1. Um... You know, Hee Chan has been kind of the the story of Wolves this season. He's been picking up the scoring. Uh, Jimenez did kind of play a role in the creation of that, albeit kind of indirectly through a deflection. But, yeah, Wolves kind of are piecing points together where they can maybe be a mid-table team. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone deserved the win or anything on that.
1: No, no, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, pretty equal, although Leeds was playing very well for much of the game, I will say. They're, they were playing really well. So they kind of deserved this result. Um, uh,
0: okay, you just changed my mind. Now <laughs> I think back to it.
1: Yeah, I remember watching. I'm like, damn, it's only a matter of time before they score, bro. I'm like...
0: Yeah, and it happened to be a... Yeah. Pen.
1: pen Uh Next match, still a 2-2 draw again. Southampton, Burnley, Cornette. He's been a revelation for them. And, uh, yeah, Southampton... I feel like they draw so much, man. There should be a stat out there where they probably show how much, how many times they draw, but expected result, uh, and I guess good points for both teams. Uh, next match, City, Brighton. Uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say about that. Kind of what we expected. City were just all over them the first half. Second half, I thought Brighton played much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, City came out in the second half, and... They looked like they were content with the result. Yeah, but they were kind of just standing around. Yeah, yeah. Brighton Brighton they allowed Brighton to just have the ball and they were okay with it, I feel. I felt like they came out pretty pretty lazy. Yeah. Not not threatened, I guess, mentally. Which is takes takes nuts cuz Brighton is, you know, a top 5
1: top 16 this <laughs> year. So I mean, you know, I mean, you'd expect City to just go in for the kill, but I feel like they just kind of took their foot off the gas, made changes, and lived with the result from then on. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I felt like they were flat.
1: In the second half, for sure. Yeah. That's First half, I mean, yeah. they could have scored 5-6, possibly, if they had their shooting boots on. Just a, a tale of two halves, but enough to see them pass 4-1. You know, they they concede via penalty, um, which I don't have a problem with. Ederson, a bit of a silly challenge, that, and and yeah just move on with that one uh next match though lester bretford lester gets the win madison first goal back first goal since he's been back i'm sure he's gonna play a big role in the rest of this season and and yeah good result for lester next match west ham beat tottenham Mikel antonio with the only goal and the best celebration of the weekend <laughs> and yeah
0: what a character
1: yeah i like that player no he's he's really good fun guy too you know uh he enjoys the moment. Another one of those guys where it's like, yeah, football's not all that serious. It's just... It's a good time. Yeah. Um, next match, though. And, obviously, the probably maybe this was the biggest surprise. Up there with uh, Watford. 5-0 Liverpool. What can you say? Um, I always, I think no surprise that Liverpool won. But I was saying maybe 3-1. You know, 3-2. I don't know. But 5-0? Fuck. And before the red card even happened, it, all the goals was, were scored before the red card. So... Just kind of let you know everything you
0: need to know. It seemed They like did take one off of Ronaldo, though, uh, that I felt that... That should have been given. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, don't, mean, I don't consider... For the agenda. I, I just don't consider those being offside where his, like, the forward body, of his, like, the top half of his body was leaning forward over the line. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, I know you can play your chest, your shoulder, and your head, but I don't think you're really gaining an, an advantage over that.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because uh, he received the ball with his feet. Um, and he had a good play to finish the goal. It, it was a good he, goal. He
1: played through the whistle, and I, it, I respect it, that
0: It was a good. Uh, wait, no, they didn't call it. They they pulled it off on VAR. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm. But um, to be fair, I mean five to zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean that would have only been one, and but, and an undeserved goal. Just just a moment of Ronaldo.
1: But it would have been good for the narrative. So.
0: Uh. Which
1: oh the Ronaldo narrative yeah yeah and and I'm sure he would have loved it I, Ronaldo Ronaldo's the type of dude that as long as he scores <laughs> he's happy as, as much as people might not want to admit it that's true he's one of the most vain players in football um, but yeah that that's it that wraps up the Premier League matches for the weekend um, yeah man I don't know if you have any uh, anything to add any
0: party thoughts on that no 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 a lot of uh fuck a lot of routes. Yeah, I think forty goals scored this uh, this weekend. So much more than I thought. A lot of goals, a lot of goals, a lot of goals. Um, let's do the preview. Yes, sir. Huh, preview, preview, preview. Um. Uh. uh Saturday, October thirtieth. Ooh, this is a good one. Leicester yeah. hosting Arsenal. Yeah. Um. Leicester's had a pretty good run. I think if I'm not they're... mistaken. Did they lose in the um Europa or Europa Conference?
1: Uh no, I think they won. I think they won.
0: Pretty sure. Ah uh, Pretty sure they lost. They won. Uh, yeah, they yeah. won. They beat Spartak. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, this would be a good one. I'll I'll take a two two draw.
0: Give me Arsenal one zero. Fair enough and then uh let's see here burnley versus brentford
1: i'll take burnley yeah i think uh i think cornet has been a revelation for them and uh, i think he scored 3 goals now uh, in such short time i think uh i kind of just want to see brentford lose man but i think uh yeah i'll take a 1-0 draw
0: i mean 1-0 win sorry. didn't they lose this weekend this past weekend brentford yeah
1: um, they did, uh, I, but they just won yesterday or today in, oh, against in the Carabao. Stoke. Yeah, but I mean, they're, they're a good team, though. They've been getting good results. So I just want to see them fall off a bit.
0: They've lost two in a row. Really? hmm Well, they lost to Leicester and they lost to Chelsea.
1: More reason for, uh, well, they barely lost to Chelsea, so I mean.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I'll give take me, Give me a Brentford 2-0. Uh, Fair enough. And then Liverpool-Brighton. That's a pretty good that, match. That's a good game. You know,
1: it's weird, but I feel like this is a game that can give Liverpool trouble. Um, but, you know, they're, they're the hottest team in England, so there's no reason to go against them. So I'll give them a 2-0 win. 2-0? Yeah. I
0: yeah, think Liverpool are scoring a whole lot. Yeah, It's tough to say that they're not going to score. And if I'm not mistaken, Salah's getting close to that Vardy record. Of scoring consecutively? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen what that is, but
1: I, I don't want to sing before the... I mean, I don't want to... I don't wanna sing his praises before he does it, but yeah, he's getting there. I don't wanna jinx it. You know? I think
0: but I, I think in, in total he scored more than Vardy in that run. And that's that's impressive,
1: but that's not the point of the record. The point of the record is scoring week in, week out. And and I don't have the exact numbers, but I know Vardy probably possibly had a few braces in some of those games. Sure. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But nonetheless, you know, impressive. Um but yeah, I like I said, I, I think Liverpool should win that, despite it being a tough game. I think it'll still be a, a Liverpool win. All right, and then we have uh,
0: Manchester City hosting Crystal Palace.
1: Yeah, I think that's a win for City. Yeah,
0: I don't see why not. Nil. Yeah, two nil. Two 0 Two 0 Yeah, I think that's that's fair enough. Yeah, Crystal Palace doesn't really have the strongest attack, um, and City have a great defense and they have City a good have,
1: defense. Yeah, and I, and I think great the,
0: midfield <laughs> and the manager's
1: been. Uh, you know Getting them to the Right results I feel uh, Much better than You know Roy Hodgson Mr. Was, Hodgson think. So yeah um, I'll go with that uh, Next match Newcastle against Chelsea I'll take Chelsea 2-0 um, I think that's a pretty easy one that's, Yeah That's not, you know, Newcastle that's not outrageous Newcastle Kind of don't have a manager At the moment They have a caretaker And They're working that out Next match Watford Southampton uh, I'm gonna ride the Watford hype train 1-0 uh, Watford <laughs>
0: Same. I don't really care for Southampton. They don't have any l- interesting players that they've had in the past. Like,
1: well, they lost Montmier, Danny Yings, Van
0: Dyke. Yeah. Um, well, well, I didn't find they have a good him defense, find him terribly interesting. Danny Ings. Yeah. I didn't really find him terribly interesting. Ward oh. Prowse, you know, proper, f- proper football. He's cool. Uh is fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Southampton's kind of annoying with their fucking draws. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a draw either. Fair enough. Um, Tottenham uh Manchester United that's a good match pretty pretty even yeah pretty even in terms of shit um 2-2 two, two draw for me I'd like for it to be a loss for, for United Spurs? just cuz uh, nah, nah. just cuz uh it's time man no no I think no, I, I think they need to so. I I think they need to reel it in no please and- he's just uh, Come on, he's just—it's just a, bad moment. It's a bad moment. It's Every every manager's had a bad moment.
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, it must suck though, because I mean, you know Liverpool fans are taking the piss, saying chance. It's like everybody knows, like this guy doesn't deserve to be there. You know, so I see what you're saying, but for for my sake, I I'm okay with a two-two draw.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, funny thing is, I think United will win. Go on. <laughs> two to one, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at a three one, three zero ass whooping with a Harry Kane brace. or
1: fuck's sake, that dude, man, yeah, he's been underwhelming. Uh, upset fantasy owner here. I know. Yeah, but uh, next match. Well, you've
0: been on this anti Harry Kane thing ever since he was rumored to City.
1: I think even prior. Well, yeah, I mean, because
0: he's been rumored for like the whole of whole of uh, last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, but no, I remember like there when probably when we first started the pod. Maybe or even prior, because there's rumors of Harry Kane to United. I was still kind of pro Harry Kane. I still think he's a good footballer, but I think he's overrated, man. Now, no, now the way that I see that the media speculates on him and how much his transfer values uh, value that, I don't, I don't agree with that. But I still think he's one of the best in England, you know, in terms of that position. Um, I'll still give it to Lukaku at the moment, uh, but you know. He's up there. You know, uh, Salah is, is really the guy to beat at the moment. I think he's head and mm-hmm. shoulders above everybody in terms of attackers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, early early season, uh, we'll see how that pans out. Um, but, yeah, next match, uh, we
0: have Norwich leads. God, what an underwhelming day. Whew. Norwich Leeds and then <laughs> Aston Villa. Yeah. I'll take uh, Norwich for their first win of the season. 2-1. Over Leeds? Leeds, yeah, yeah. Uh no, 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 I don't think so. Uh yeah, I think I think Leeds got it.
1: Alright, well, fair enough.
0: But it, it will be close. Uh Norwich will actually score two to one. Uh fair enough. I don't know, Leeds Leeds are playing kind of shitty right now.
1: Yeah. No, they're they're not playing good. Uh I think their defense is their biggest issue. But um, you know, we'll see how that pans out. West Ham against Villa. I'll take West Ham.
0: Yeah, same. I don't uh, think Villa are that great this season.
1: They they are missing Jack Jackrelish, you know, and uh, Danny Inks has been their best player for sure. But oh no, yeah, I mean he's. I think who I don't. Well, think he's, he's
0: been he, he's been disappeared for a long time now. No, he hasn't mean, done anything. No no, no, no assists or anything.
1: Oh, well, he's not there to assist, but he's or scoring. Like, <laughs> he's their leading goal scorer as far as With I'm concerned. With two goals,
0: I think. Yeah. Well, no, no, nobody... one, one or two goals. Three goals. Three goals, Three goals in uh, nine matches. That's not terrible, but that, uh, there's that, that's else. their best player. Mm. Yeah, well,
1: they have not much else to look at. I mean, what we're gonna say, Che Adams is, or not Che Adams? Sorry, uh, Ollie Watkins hasn't been that great. No, Ali well, Watkins
0: was never that great. Um, well,
1: but he's their best player. I, I can't, I can't tell you somebody else is better. I mean, Buendia, he's okay. He's still kind of settling. Uh, John his feet. McGinn. No, nah, I'm not giving it to him. I, it's. I think even Villa fans will tell you Ings is their best player. But, you know, it's early, and he's still getting used to the team. But, I, you know, he's their, he's their guy. And I know because I have him on Fantasy. When I tell you that Ings is outscoring Kane, that should let you know everything you need to know. Not by a whole lot. <laughs> well, he still is. So I'm yeah, not, I mean,
0: I, but I'm not going to rate K- Ings over Kane either.
1: No, and that's not what I'm saying. But, mm-hmm. you know, Ings is the guy at Villa. No, there's no other way to cut it. I, I just he, can't point he, to anybody else. Yeah, he, yeah, he's... And it's a low pool. I mean, sure, if it was, not, if it was not a better team guy. around him, there, there could be some other players, but... But you know he's he's doing all right. I mean, three goals as of now, at the pace he's. Correct going me at, if I'm
0: wrong, but I think he had one game where he had two goals.
1: I, I don't remember. Honestly, I don't remember. Um, I should probably know this because I have one fantasy. But I, I, I like Ings. I think uh, I think
0: Villa as a whole have been underwhelming though. Yeah, yeah. No, they they're definitely a notch or two below of where they were last season. Yeah, and we can we can straight up put that at, on Grealish and uh and west ham are actually a really good team well this west ham season. yeah
1: they're the best team in they, london they, at the they've moment.
0: they've kept it up oh well shit with the exception of chelsea yeah chelsea
1: exists arsenal still exists no no but you know on the table oh okay yeah on the table but i mean yeah chelsea are are the team actually chelsea for me are still the best team in in england as of now hmm. but there's still a lot of season and I, i'm always gonna say that because things change very quickly you know <laughs> Yeah, last year we were we were singing Spurs' praises. Well I wasn't, but a lot of people were. So yeah. I, I think it's very early. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna still say that Chelsea's not the best team in England. regardless of their position on the table.
1: Well, I mean that's that's a fair assessment. I, I'm just going off of off of what they've won, the manager they have and the personnel. I think it's not they're not head and shoulders above anybody. That's not what I'm saying. But I still have to give them their respect um you know they're just scoring from every angle i think they've had 14 different players score
0: that's pretty good yeah they're doing that manchester city thing yeah
1: i think you know and that there's some merit in that and if you could say there's one team that rivals them it's liverpool and when they played liverpool i still to this day believe they played better than liverpool and they should have won that as well but you know it's a lot of season to go and and i can't wait for that reverse matchup that's going to be a good one
0: they're yeah when you have the best teams against the best teams it's going to be just the finest of margins yeah it's never going to be a clear match unless it's somehow just a fucking bruising that happened to occur that day yeah um last match of the match week is uh monday november 1st yeah Dia de los muertos uh wolves hosting everton that's yeah. a pretty good match
1: it's a good one i think everton will be looking to respond after that embarrassment of her performance and you know um at Goodison Park, too. I mean, shit. Yeah, they're going to... I think they'll win this one, uh, 2-1. And uh, I think they just have too much... Too too good of a team not to get a win against Wolves.
0: Yeah, they've been playing good under Rafa. Yeah. And he's probably starting to win over those uh, Evertonians. Well, not after last match, but... <laughs> yeah, in, in totality, sure. Yeah, where are they on the table right now? Yeah, hey, they're not bad. They're in... Where they're historically always at eighth place.
1: Yeah, that's... That's where they belong.
0: <laughs> it seems like at this point. <clears throat> yeah, uh so uh La Liga is kind of weird right now.
1: Yeah, it's it's going through its transition right now. <laughs> um
0: are we just too stuck on the uh on the Ronaldo Messi thing or the whole Messi thing?
1: Well, I think it's 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 getting more and more similar to what serie A is in terms of, well, not historically uh. but In terms of there being, like, five teams that always have a good chance at the title, which is the case right now. I can Um, see that. You know, but I I think that makes for good entertainment because for so long it was Barca-Madrid, Barca-Madrid, Atleti here, Atleti Atleti there. Even Atleti are having their cock-ups. So it's open season, man. It's anybody's game right now. So it's just about, you know, getting the results and writing them out.
0: I do think that Sociedad is not going to keep it up.
1: Well, they did really good last season, I believe, in the beginning. And then they yeah. fell off.
0: So I think they they'll probably do the hard. same thing.
1: Yeah, they'll probably do the same thing.
0: But I think this season... to with have experience, f- you know, you learn your fuck-ups and you improve. Exactly. So far be it for me to say that they're going to do a repeat. Of I think the- they'll finish top four for sure. think so? I think, think so. they're back to being a Champions League team?
1: Yeah, I think it's like anywhere. Madrid, Atleti, Seville, and, and Sociedad. That's, that's the guys that you'll be seeing at the top this season. You know, maybe your occasional Betis and and Betis and Barcelona will be, I think, in that realm if Barcelona don't flounder too much. But yeah, that's that's where I see things panning out.
0: Oh, uh, Valencia turned out to be fool's gold.
1: Yeah, they're they're not reliable. They're, that, that's a they're budget They're not serious.
0: Team. They're. I mean, I think they're at like four losses in a row. If yeah. I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, they they and they lost today too in the Copa del Rey. So I mean, sorry. Wait, was it Copa?
0: No, it, it was it's a just league game. league
1: match, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so they start off at first, and they're at one, two,
1: three. Huh. A United
0: were at first in the. Get this! So, their last win was their last league win was Sunday November. I'm sorry, Sunday September twelfth. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's fool's gold. They had everybody fool. Had a good first month, and then it all it all went to shit real quick. Yeah. They've had a few draws. They haven't lost in. They just all, don't all their
1: have a, a really talented or deep lineup. I mean, they have a few decent. Yeah, they have
0: some good players though. I, I feel like they have better players than than some of the teams that they've lost against. Lost to like oh well yeah maybe Bilbao. is still a good team though. They're, they're just a team that's, that's well another developed, team that know? would be
1: in that yeah conversation. Be, yeah, that.
0: they might be like a Europa Europa Conference League these days now. Yeah, but yeah, Valencia is the ones that gave Barcelona hope. Um, But uh, did you want to go over any of the scores or anything for them? I mean, if you want, I, I don't really mind. Let's go through the notable ones. Well, sasuna has been kind of a surprise. Yeah. They they, 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 they were like relegation bound that. last season and uh, they find themselves in the top half. Uh, they're currently in sixth place. They got Madrid a draw today, a nil-nil. Donuts. Right, right. Um, So that, that one is a... Yeah, that one was a surprise. But they, they drew with Granada on right. the weekend, on Friday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, Valencia, Mallorca 2-2. Mallorca, that's the one with Matthew Hopper, right? Yeah, yeah. That team's not doing a whole lot. They're Yeah, they're probably relegation bound. Um, Bilbao beats uh, Villarreal 2-1. Go by uh, Raul Garcia and Munaín. And Coughlin, uh Arsenal legend. <laughs> Scored great. for Villarreal. And then Sevilla beats Levante 5-3. to three. God damn, I didn't know that one.
1: That was a great game, yeah. But
0: everybody got on the board on that one. And then the Clásico, Real Madrid beats uh, Barcelona. Fourth Clásico in a row. League mm-hmm. Clásico in a row that uh, Madrid wins. Mm-hmm. So that's spanning three seasons now. Right. And Barcelona got to get one back, huh?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, a meaning of pride, but at the end of the day, it's three points you know there's not a fourth point that goes into it for it being a rivalry but it's a pride it's a pride thing. Oh, i think it's the most significant league game in the world isn't it used to be i don't think it is anymore if we're being honest if, if we're looking at history i think sure but yeah, yeah, today, yeah, that's what i
0: mean like as far as what it what
1: how people perceive it i think today if you turn on liverpool versus city that's the best game of football in in, in a domestic league that you can get in terms of just high octane football, that's what uh, Bayern. But I it's mean, not a
0: proper rivalry.
1: Um. Well, it's become a rivalry, but it doesn't have just the- by
0: just by competition. But yeah, yeah like, that's we're what from, rivalry where 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 teams hate each other. Well, they, they do hate
1: each other. Where they, they want to play that checks off. Yeah, they hate each other, and they have two of the best managers in the world, and they have two mm-hmm. of the best players in the world.
0: Yeah, currently, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I guess you can say that. But as far, that, as, far as football goes,
1: as, yeah, and that's where I say that when you exactly when you say it, when we talk about football i don't yeah. look at the the el clasico derby and and well, no not, i
0: mean th- yeah of course
1: it's it's not the same but it, right. for sure it has the it's the most historical for sure i can't take that away yeah history is history you can you can't alter it yeah the same way that liverpool and united used to be one of the most historic rivalries but it really isn't anymore it's very one sided yeah so, it I almost mean,
0: doesn't feel like it anymore there there's like a there's a subset of children these days that are United fans and Liverpool fans that only hate the other team because they're told to.
1: Yeah, yeah. They that's don't feel weird. it. And that's kind of how Everton and Liverpool are too now. It's like, it's not close. It's not close. It's a historic rivalry.
0: Maybe because it's local for them. It's a little different. Well, the different. geographic
1: ones, yeah, that's, that's a little different. The geographic
0: ones are, are always going to have like some sort of hatred because it's always going to be like, oh, my neighbor, that fucking prick.
1: Yeah, yeah. It has <laughs> that local. And that's yeah, why yeah. the Manchester Derby is always, it's always really good too. But... I wouldn't say it's the peak of football, you know, it's... Yeah. Um, but, you know... Yeah. Well, uh, the
0: best rivalries aren't only sporting. Like, well, Lakers, Lakers, Celtics. Right, right. You know? And Dodgers- that's, that's where you have
1: to, like, ask yourself.
0: Chinas like, America.
1: It, yeah, it's like... I mean, no, for sure, historically it is. But I think when you look at the football, that's what... in today, that's what you have to determine what makes the best mm-hmm. derby. And, and for a while, I remember uh, Dortmund-Bayern was really good, too. And today, it's kind of helter-skelter, but... Yeah, um, and I, I'm glad we brought that up because I I've, I've always forget to mention that I think uh, the best domestic league matchup in the world is Liverpool City
0: today. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think so. But you know, there's all there's always a, yeah
0: football wise, I think so. I mean, yeah. Those are the two best teams.
1: Obviously, two better teams can can meet up in the Champions League, but it's it's kind of different in in that respect.
0: I don't. know, Chelsea's kind of catching up to them though, because uh, well, Chelsea's last a season match. last season they got the work on on City. Yeah, and then City scratched one back uh, for the league. Yeah, this this year. year oh so. yeah, that we did. Clean um, sheet. Well, they too. got you league and cups, right?
1: Well, yeah, that they did. But you know, we have we can count a few league titles since Dave last won one. Win, so, but I don't want to get into history. I just want to get Those, into today. Them, them's his fighting words today. I can't wait for that next match. But yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Well,
0: do you know when it is? I'm sure you. No, do. it's well, it's oh. until
1: next year, so it's, right. it's a while away. So, but I'll, I'll definitely make sure to to bug Harold about that one. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Uh, not sure if you have any parting thoughts. Actually, uh, just a quick trivia, and I think I shared this with you, but um, Cali's uh, they've been a fun team to watch this year. Uh, Lozano scored the first hat trick since El Mágico Gonzalez did back in the '80s. So ah. I thought, and that those are the only two hat tricks ever scored by a Cadiz player in La Liga, both by Central Americans. It's just a crazy stat how, for me.
0: How about that, huh?
1: It's it's yeah, it's insane. Hey, and uh,
0: how about our, our guy Alexi scoring the third one?
1: <sighs> hey,
0: imaginamos cosas chingonas. <laughs> huh? Por qué no? Por qué no? no. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's interesting for sure. Yeah, I mean, I and heard, that was a nice goal. But, you sent me a goal of uh, Magico. Oh man. man. Uh, I, it's crazy just like, had those guys on a string huh? I used to hear Salvi people talk
1: about him like he was a god and I'm like man you guys are just hyping him up because obviously Salvi you're gonna be proud of him but yeah, yeah, yeah. you see some of the stuff he was doing Uh, at the time he was mentioned up there with Maradona and those type of players because he would play Maradona you know a few times a year because Barcelona, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. and and I was like, man, you guys weren't kidding. You well, know? Barcelona,
0: uh, I'm sorry, uh, Maradona spoke highly of him, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, they were actually good friends. And, and one rep, bad reputation that Magico Gonzalez had was being a party animal. Uh, and that's why that's he, right. he ultimately, ultimately his career didn't last long enough in Europe as it should have because of that. But, but I always love players that have fun, so I can't knock him for it. Yeah, you can't. And he's still yeah. alive and kicking today, man. He's uh, part of the El Salvador Federation, you know, he holds a position there and nice. It's crazy because I don't think we'll ever see a player like that come from El Salvador, but I'd love to be proved wrong but I doubt it.
0: Oh man, it, <laughs> like sometimes you have those flashes in the pan players, Obama Yang for Gabon. Gabon, uh, yeah, exactly. It happens. Uh, yeah. uh what what other players uh, that's a good question. Like, what other players? I was thinking from, the other like, day. For me, regions?
1: Modric is is one of those guys because I know Croatia has developed good players, but nobody yeah. ever as close as Modric. though. Uh,
0: yeah, but but Croatia's still known for producing some good players. Yeah,
1: but they, nobody, they have, nobody's
0: come close to Modric. But, okay, me. but of when Haketic you think maybe about, when you think about like Obama Yang, oh, but that's a very extreme can, can, circumstance. Or Algeria, who from Algeria can you think of other than Marez? Uh, well, I know a few, but nobody but, on the like, level yeah, of Marius. Yeah, or uh, or even uh, where's money from? Well, I guess Senegal has produced a couple players, but not
1: as many. That he's he's a go. Uh, obviously, a Salah. I cannot <laughs> so name. Yeah, an yeah, yeah, from player. from
0: Egypt. I got
1: another good one for you, Berbatov. Uh, uh, from, from uh, uh, well, Bulgarian. Christos Oh wait, yeah, that's, that's right, a Ballon d'Or winner right.
0: from Bar- Barcelona. But yeah, those two
1: players, that's it. Exactly,
0: yeah. it's like uh, those uh, Bulgarian players. That you, you can't think of any except those two. Uh-huh. Those guys are like a butt, head and shoulders. Or how, how about this? Uh, uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Oh, man. <laughs> Too soon. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, but it's always cool. So, yeah, uh, Mahiko, head and shoulders. Yeah. Uh, man, it, it's always tough when you have these like little undeveloped countries that no one pays attention to. Mm-hmm. But surely there's got to be enough talent. It is they're, 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 like, Football is so big there. It is the biggest sport. Yeah, like how how can you not have that talent? It's just a thing about infrastructure and um, you know opportunity, all that opportunity.
1: Yeah, but That's yeah,
0: shout out to Choco Lozano.
1: I, I think he's having a, a great season. He's on Duran, right? He's on Duran. He's their mm-hmm. best player by far currently, and um, uh, you know it's early. I don't want to jump on that hype train too soon, but going forward, maybe he can earn himself a move to a bigger club. And that would help Cadiz, you know, get some money, yeah. Build,
0: build some, stay up there in the some capital and yeah. stay a mainstay in, in La Liga. Well,
1: yeah, they've been good so far since last season. I think. They oh can yeah, come
0: on, finish that.
1: Oh
0: uh, man, Galaxy are they're not
1: good. They're <laughs> just not good this season, as they haven't been for a few seasons now. But just <laughs> just sign Aguero, please, man. But, <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, yeah
0: I'd be sick. I would fucking I'd buy season that. tickets. Yeah. Oh dang.
1: Yeah, that, that much. Nah, you heard
0: that here first, Galaxy.
1: Yes, sir. All
0: right. I think that's it. I think that's the pod. That's the Short it. one today. Yeah. Um, we'll come back. I think there's some Champions League next week. Uh, yeah. Did we uh, do a review? Wait, is, will we, let's confirm that first. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because I remember last time I was like, wait, it's yeah. two weeks before. God damn it. Did I, did I do a preemptive uh, exit? Yeah, Tuesday, November 2nd. For sure. Uh, we'll get
1: into that right now then. All right, let's do it.
0: Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. So fuck it, we're gonna talk about some Champions League football. If you mind, do you mind? Nah, nah. I mean, we've I've, my team's never won it, so fuck it. Yeah,
1: what
0: champions of
1: you? Europe. You'll never sing that. Uh, how did You'll- you
0: feel hearing that, man? Because uh, um, well, during the fan fest, it was. It was a pretty, pretty large yeah. set of Chelsea, Majority and, a large, Chelsea yeah. and a large set of City fans. There was a lot of Ch- City fans, man. Oh, there, there is. are like you dapping up a lot of people.
1: Well, yeah, it was most. Oh, I know. I, I was pretty fucked up, but I was just like, yeah, when I see a City fan, I always dap them up, but it's because I'm, I was always used to being a minority. Now, there is a, way more City fans than when I was supporting them in 2012 at the pub. And I, my first pub appearance ever was against Chelsea. Hmm. It was like 20% City fans, 80% Chelsea fans. And my cousin's a Chelsea fan. And, and I bet you
0: me- they let you know it.
1: Oh, dude, they were talking so much shit, man. And I I, was, I just took it, you know, whatever. I was a kid. I was 17, you know, 16. You went to
0: the pub at 17?
1: Yeah, my cousin, <laughs> he took me in. He's like, but obviously I didn't drink at that time. Okay. But I had a coffee and that's it. But, uh, man, now there's so many City fans and, and I, like, I love it, you know. I love it because... Uh there were City fans, way more City fans before me too, but they didn't get to enjoy these highs that. A lot of us fans are spoiled with now, so.
0: Yeah, but it was funny cuz every time that City fans would start to chat, the the Chelsea fans right away would chirp in.
1: Yeah, they, you know, they and they they can talk shit cuz they they beat us, you know, so fair enough.
0: Yeah. But uh, let's get started with the games that are coming up. but uh, Tuesday, November 2nd, buttsberg versus uh Red Bull Salzburg. It's a pretty uh, good match. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. It's a pretty good match. Man, I would say Wolfsburg should win that, but they're not in the best of form. So I'll give it to Salzburg and my boy, Brendan Aronson. I think. Aronson, uh, man,
0: he's turning out to be something special. Yeah. He's, for the U.S. For the U.S. I think. Uh, I hate that I have to stipulate that. I feel like a, a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> let me take that bag. He's turning out to be a really good player.
1: By U.S. standards.
0: Uh, no, uh, not By Cat.
1: <laughs> no, because I, I say this all the time about other players. If. If he wasn't a U.S. player, we wouldn't know who he is. Let's be honest. Like, well, say he wouldn't we wouldn't care. We wouldn't care. If he was Serbian and he was Brendan Aronson and he has whatever stats he has so far, we probably wouldn't hear about him. But for the U.S., he's, he's elevating it. That's the kind of players that we're trying to push out and have them branch out in Europe. He's a good example of that, that voyage from across the pond and doing good. So, yeah, I'm always watching Salzburg for him mostly. But, uh,
0: yeah, next match. Uh, Malmo versus Chelsea. Didn't they just play?
1: Yeah, so the, there's gonna be a, a re a re. Oh, uh, so it's
0: just like it goes back, back to really back. Really yeah. Oh, okay, um, yeah, I mean Chelsea won four to zero last time. I don't see any different.
1: Nah, yeah. This time, nah. It should uh, be a two nil, three nil, something.
0: Dinamo Kiev versus Barcelona. Um, <sighs> that but, should be different, right? Maybe, but like we don't. Oh, know. but Barcelona won that.
1: Yeah, they did. They oh, did. dude, I don't know. I mean, it should be like another win, but nothing, nothing. It would be a close match, convincing,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah. It's still like, well, where's Barcelona? at? Do you think Barcelona will have a new manager by then?
1: Yeah, but I think with
0: no real effect, right? By I then, mean, what I can think you do? Pep will probably go over. Re- ah. ah,
1: now that will scare everybody, huh? Probably, uh, yeah. Hey, because you know, if he works with the youth, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be immediate success, but yeah, Maxi, that, that, yes. that's years. But man, uh, but yeah, no, I think Barcelona will win that. Uh, 2-0. Uh, I think whoever is the next manager, even if he's caretaker, he'll have enough sense to play Aguero more than Coleman has. I know Aguero's been mostly injured, but...
0: He started today. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, uh, Galaxy Galaxy down. are so bad, man. Oh, they're this making guy has this, a brace.
1: Yeah, they're making this dude look like a fucking Ballon d'Or guy. Um, anyways, yeah, but Barcelona should win that. Uh,
0: What's the next match we got? Uh, Barcelona... And then, uh... Bayern Munich versus uh, Manfica? Uh, yeah. Well, Bayern got eliminated today uh, from
1: the DFB Pokal by Mönchengladbach. Very early. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I don't know. But... Yeah, I... I I'm... I think Bar- uh, Bayern will bounce back and win that. So... We'll have to see.
0: Maybe Yeah, I'll more. take it. Yeah. I'll take... I'll take Bayern on that. Uh, so let's see here. Um... Atalanta versus Manchester United. Sheesh. Well, we don't know what's going to happen with the Tottenham match, right?
1: Right. So but let's say they, they somehow win,
0: win. Badly. Or get a favorable result against Tottenham. And for me, a favorable result would be a draw. Well, that's my prediction, yeah. That's, that's what I think will happen. But So this would become a must win, and they barely beat Atalanta last time. One would argue they, they probably shouldn't have won. How so?
1: Um, well, you know, Atalanta was winning for most of the game.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. And they, they uh, kind of uh, like, it was only like a last minute sort it of, it was lucky. very similar
1: to the the win uh, against Villarreal.
0: Uh, uh, okay. Lucky goal.
1: Well, um, I, I wouldn't even say it was it wasn't luck, but I mean, you know, Atalanta created a lot too, you know, De Gea had a great game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Do I, do I guess, I guess I can see where you're coming from, uh, but this becomes a must win for United. I think yeah, well we we, we discussed their next three matches have to Oh yeah. Well I think that's what's set in stone is that he has to win three. Um Tottenham, Atalanta and City. Yeah, good luck. Um but I'll take Atalanta two to one on that one. I, I just don't trust United at all right now. Yeah. It's it's what have you done for me lately?
1: Yeah, as like the like the great, great Janet, Janet Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah sorry. Um, We've had a few adult beverages.
0: Uh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, fucking lalas. Yeah. Um, what was the next match? Uh, Villarreal versus uh, Young Boys. Oh, fuck's sake. Villarreal, 2-0. 2-0? Yeah, easy money. Okay. Uh, Sevilla versus Lille. Sevilla oh, versus Lille. That's a good Lille. one. That's
1: a good one.
0: Oh, uh, Pulido. I'll take
1: a 1-1 draw. Oh, he's in. he didn't even go. then.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know why his haircut always pissed me off.
1: He <laughs> reminds me of one of my homies who looks like exactly like him. I guess that same haircut, too. Um, But, yeah, that should be, for me, a 1-1 draw.
0: So, Lille versus Lille?
1: Very equal teams, yeah.
0: Hmm. Maybe not super equal, but yeah. more
1: or less, you know.
0: I'll take Sevilla, 2-0. Fair enough. And then Juventus versus Zenit. Uh, Juve is in this habit of getting lucky in the very last minute. They're and today, bit them to in the lucky.
1: ass. Yeah.
0: Uh, they lost two to one in the ninety seventh minute. First ever loss to Sassuolo yeah, that
1: they've lost at home. Fun fact.
0: Yeah, there you go, Allegri. Yeah, but hey,
1: McKinney, another goal <laughs> for the good guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I yeah, uh, I still take Juventus because I don't really rate Zenit all that high. I'll put him up there with Kiev.
1: Yeah, but, Shakhtar. Yeah, um.
0: Yeah. Spartak Moscow. Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Juventus 1-0. they're they they're not very inspiring right now. That's honest. And then Milan versus Porto. Uh, who won this last time? Oh, Porto right 2-0. Yep. So Milan's been the little bro in the group.
1: Oh, yeah, they've been unfortunate. Um, but you yeah, know, no, no uh, two to 2-1 sure. uh, Porto. I'll take 2-1 Milan. I think they'll turn things around. But they're not going to make it out of the group, but fine. I think they they've been unlucky in their results. Uh, but yeah, next match, what do we got?
0: Madrid versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, by the way, this Whoa. guy's from France.
1: He's really nice, Cabral. I don't know why they didn't start him. Um, sorry, we're getting distracted by the Galaxy game.
0: <laughs> my, my apologies. Uh,
1: uh, Real Madrid, uh, yeah, should win
0: that. Uh, yeah, 2 3 0. And then uh, Manchester City versus club Brugge. Brugge? Brugge? Yeah. Well, we saw what happened. Ooh, Oof, what a meg. What a dirty son. birdie.
1: And he meant that, too. It wasn't oh, lucky. Oh, yeah,
0: eh? yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, Zusi Doing Zusi things. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, nah, uh, City should win that 2-0. Something thereabouts. I mean...
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there, there's levels. Yeah. Very many levels between those two clubs. hmm And then Leipzig versus PSG. Um, I'll take, a, I'll take a draw.
1: Okay. Fair enough. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah,
0: PSG is kind of dysfunctional. Even though they're running away with the league, they're yeah. just not convincing no. and pochettino let's not forget has come into question
1: yeah that's another guy in the hot seat we don't mention him enough but we don't watch too much Liga on football so
0: which we should because we're football
1: fanatics oh that's too much man <laughs> that's too much i'll watch on bundesliga before i watch Liga. league on but and that's considering there's americans in there i
0: i just i don't know it's too much but
1: yeah um, i agree with
0: that um, moving on um Liverpool versus Atletico. Whoa. Whoa. That's a good match. That's that's one of those big matches. Uh, Last game was pretty close. It was really close. Yeah. It, it actually was even as far as the score should have reflected. Yeah. And uh, I'll take uh, Liverpool 2-1. I'll take a 2-2 draw myself.
1: Well, they will be playing at, at Anfield. So, I mean, there's that going for them. But I think... Um, I think uh, Liverpool and and Atlético they play each other very well. They counter each other very well. So I mean, it's gonna be a difficult game. It's gonna be who can put away their chances. But uh, yeah, that's gonna be a good game. I have a draw for that.
0: Okay, and then Dortmund versus Ajax. Oh man, they got smacked. Four
1: to zero. Yeah, so I think they'll they'll they're gonna respond, and I think uh, I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll draw. Uh, you gotta two, two. remember,
0: Holland is not available. Uh, He's not gonna true. be available for at least two months. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, that. they say that his timetable's not till around early January. Sheesh, man, that's tough. Well, it's a big loss.
1: Yeah, in that case, uh, Ajax for the win again. I think it'll be closer though, maybe like 2-1. two
0: about, one. How uh, about Edson Alvarez, huh? Cementing himself as one of the key players.
1: Um. Well, I guess I I, ha- I can't really say I I don't watch Ajax that often. Truth be told, but. I, it wouldn't surprise me because I I did see he uh, signed an extension, so that's good for him till twenty twenty five.
0: Yeah, that's good for him. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, but yeah, that should be a win for Ajax. I'll call uh, Dortmund two uh, one. Well, well, that's that would be kind of out of uh, left field, but you know we've seen some pretty crazy results. So
0: yeah, Ajax played good for that first match, but but uh, they played good and uh, Dortmund didn't play good, so. Dortmund are a good team, and uh, I think they'll respond. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that's my technical analysis.
1: Oh! I just, uh, I feel like without Haaland, I think they're very toothless, you
0: know. They're very limited? I mean, yeah. they still have a player named Royce oh, man. on that team.
1: He's okay. <laughs> he used to be really good.
0: Oh, man, those injuries. Yeah, what, those what could injuries. could have been?
1: Can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man, he was so good. So s-
0: overpowered. Sporting Lisbon versus uh, Besiktas. That's offside, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, oh, that's. I'll take. The, I'll give that to Sporting.
0: Okay, I'll take that. I don't really rate Turkish teams. <laughs> and then uh, Sheriff versus uh, Inter uh, Milan. I'll take. I'll take a draw. Oh, one. I'll one take draw. a. I'll take another two zero for Inter. Oh. Internazionale. Man, dude. No love for Sheriff? Nope. None at all. Oh, okay. As far as I'm concerned, they're yeah, they're the worst team in the Champions League. <laughs> well, they are. I mean, compared m- to maybe Malmö is close is terribly is mm. close to being as bad as them, but uh. then the rest are are kind of a gap above those guys, but they have Phil. Okay. Anyway, that's our uh, that's our analysis for the football week. Um episode 68, right? Yep. <laughs> next week is magic 69. Turn your pages to 69 everybody. And then everybody had a, let out a little giggle.
1: Fucking
0: <laughs> yeah. okay, eighth graders. All right guys, uh well, two guys, two mics, two pints and uh, we'll be back at you next week. Y'all have your fill of uh candy and uh and witchcraft and all that bullshit. Eat all your goodies. Happy Halloween. Peace. Peace.